Welcome to the Adaptable Podcast. We're your hosts, Morgan, Anna, Claire, a group of physical therapists and student physical therapists who are dedicated to building a community and breaking down barriers for individuals with disabilities and chronic illnesses who are or want to become a part of our profession. Join us as we embark on this journey and get to know some incredible individuals along the way. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Adaptable Podcast. You have Claire and Anna with you today. So we were just kind of chatting about what we wanted to talk about, and we kind of fell on life updates because we've had a lot of stuff going on in the Adaptable Podcast, as we have alluded on our Instagram and social media stuff. So speaking of that, Anna white coat ceremony officially in the profession tell me about it yes so this week um was our white coat ceremony traditionally our program holds it in october of your second semester so like your first full semester that way you get your white coat before going into the standardized patients before we're really going off campus at all. But obviously things were a little bit different this year. So they decided to hold off on it entirely uh, until the spring semester in hopes that we could do it at least partially in person. So a lot of programs ended up doing white coat ceremonies like on their normal schedule and like zooming each other and putting it on in their own bedrooms in like the summer and fall but they decided Mm -hmm. they wanted to like try and stick to tradition as much as possible so we ended up having a hybrid ceremony to go along with our hybrid first year and we were all in person We had three faculty members, so our director, uh, one of our admissions directors and primary instructors, and our clinical education director, and one guest lecture, or not guest lecture, um, one guest speaker who was an alumni of the program. So we were only approved to have 50 people so we had the 45 of us and those four people and that was it Um, oh gosh (laughs) and then we were all spaced out in like an auditorium and Mm -hmm. we were zooming into our parents so there were like 200 or 150 or some people zooming in watching and like unmuting when their student across the stage and like clapping <laughs> That's awesome. and it was just like the epitome of this year was like uh-huh. you could like hear the grandparents trying to figure out zoom it was really funny because <laughs> each of the classmates would like glow up bright red when they realized it was their parents that couldn't figure out how to mute and like right immediately pulled out their phones and were like explaining like please (laughs) that's funny (laughs) it was a really like 
I know not I know you didn't have a white coat and I know not every school has like a white coat ceremony but I think it was a really big like moment for all of us just to realize how much we've gone through and Mm -hmm. our program director is retiring this year oh okay ordinarily it would be our big buddies that white coat that coat us and Mm -hmm. because they weren't allowed to be there we actually were all individually coded by our program director and she's that's awesome a month or two so it kind of added this even though it was unintentional it added this like extra special little thing for our class um because that's like her last set of babies like going through the program Mm -hmm. but that's awesome. Well, and I feel like for you guys, I mean, how many times has your whole cohort actually been together? That was the first time. That's that's kind of what I figured because I didn't remember you ever mentioning like where you had all been together. So to actually see each other all in person and get to experience that as your first time together. Yeah, so that was Man. our first time all in one room. So the closest we've ever been is like in lab when it's 16 of each of us, 16 in each lab approximately. So Mm -hmm. having all 45 of us was much different. (laughs) I bet. But I guess one of my big takeaways from the ceremony is something that my professor said is actually one of my favorite quotes and I mentioned it in our very first interview with me um (laughs) but she brought it up and I was like wait I've said that a thousand times and I'll say it a thousand times again is she was talking about how our class is different from other classes and that we've had a lot of things that we we can't do but ultimately there's a lot that you like still can do in the face of a pandemic and in life and so and that so that quote is to focus on what you can do and not on what you can't and that's been my like life motto especially since mm-hmm. becoming chronically ill but it's also been a motto throughout PT school throughout school in general whatever it is but that was something that was interesting because I don't think I don't know where she got it from but those are like my exact words that my mom has repeated to me over and over again and that I repeat to myself day in day out definitely I don't know I remember you said that and that actually stuck out to me in the first episode with you. I was like, while I've never used those exact words, that's definitely something that like I've always thought about is, you know, people would ask, well, do you ever get discouraged by what you, you know, can't do or whatever? And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Why focus on that when I can focus on, you know, all of these other things or all of the things that I can find that are different ways to do the same thing? There been anything wild and new in 
your life? You know, I guess for me, life has been more about learning to embrace moments and be present and not so much just going through the motions. I feel like recently I kind of lost my rhythm in that. I was definitely just moving through the daily motions, get up, you know, go to work, come back, do any documentation that needed to be done or any home exercise plans or whatever, go to sleep and repeat. And I've noticed that by just going through the motions, uh, it changes, it changes my attitude. It changes my perspective. It changes my ability to really delve in and be present with even my patients. And so recently I've really been working on just finding my rhythm back. And part of that has been taking more time for me. It's been taking more time to get out and do things, you know, out of the norm, you know, which for me may even look like sitting down and reading a book on a lazy Saturday afternoon or um, taking time and going for hikes or having lunch with a friend during the work week. You know, anything that kind of helps me to get out of my quote unquote normal and do something different. And by doing that, it's kind of helped me to be more present. Um, so that's really kind of been life for me has been recentering myself and getting out of that, that rut of just going through the motions and instead being present and embracing each moment as it comes. I think this semester, especially for me, has kind of also been going through the motions and just kind of mm -hmm. trying to get through it. And I know I haven't necessarily been doing as much like for, I have been like taking care of myself, but in other ways, medically and whatnot, but not really doing things that I enjoy as much or making time for that kind of thing because I'm so busy with school. Um, so I'm in 19 credits right now and trying, oh. trying to sort all of that out has been really, really challenging to not just like go through the motions because like there isn't really many other options other than to do that if you want to pass but mm -hmm. I've noticed like I normally take a lot of pictures or things like that and like looking back at this semester compared to like fall even there's less pictures of like what I've done or like people I've been around and so I'm definitely hoping that once the semester is over in two and a half weeks, we are so Ooh. close. <laughs> have a little time off, a whole week and a half, and then go to my clinical and hopefully kind of reset 
And even though I'll be at clinical and like getting into the groove of that, hopefully be able to take some time for myself because it is more of like a normal quote unquote work schedule. Like it isn't quite the 20 some hours of classes plus like a ridiculous amount of studying and Zoom lectures and all of that. So I'm interested to see where things go, but I'm hoping to get back on the right track. Fingers crossed. <laughs> you will. You will. I remember in school, like clinicals, even though clinicals, like you were still studying because you wanted to make sure that you, you know, were prepared for whatever patients were coming in the next day or that day. There's just something different about that kind of studying and the application of it versus like sitting in classrooms all day long. And I think I had spent my hardest clinical rotation, I would spend probably like an hour and a half after I got off of clinicals and had, you know, gotten home and gotten comfy, kind of thinking about what had happened through the day, reflecting on my day, and then looking at, okay, I knew that I was going to see these patients the next day. Was there anything that I needed to look up different exercises? Maybe I needed to look up something about a comorbidity and, and then that was it. And, and my day was done and I could more or less spend time for myself. So I would imagine that for you, it'll be about the same, which is nice. Very much so looking forward to it. But mm -hmm. after a year on Zoom and in lab, sort of, it'll be interesting. I'm really excited, really nervous all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Clinicals are fun and exciting, but nerve wracking at the same time. I don't think there was a first day that I didn't like first day of clinicals that I didn't wake up feeling semi sort of sick to my stomach because I was nervous. But by the end of the day, it was like, oh, okay, this will be okay. We can do this. <laughs> I'm sure I will be a ball of nerves on that first day. May 17th. Whoop whoop. <laughs> you know, that's okay. We're just going to embrace the hot mess and we're going to roll with it because that's how you roll through life. Embrace the hot mess and keep going. And on that note, we're going to finish it off for the night um yep so that's a little bit into what claire and i have been up to and so hopefully next week we have some even bigger announcements coming when we sit down with morgan to talk about everything that's been going on in her life because whoop, whoop. let us tell you there is some news to be had so on multiple levels so Anyways, we will get back to guest episodes, but for now, we're going to update you on our lives and then get back to those so that you can continue to hear some amazing individuals and all that they're doing in healthcare. So thanks for tuning in. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of The Adaptable Podcast. If you liked today's episode and want to learn more or be a part of the conversation, you can check us out on our Instagram or Facebook group linked in the description below. You can also contact us via email at theadaptablepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to chat with you. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to hanging out with you next week.